Um, it's an early Friday. Do you know what that means? It's Friday then. Yeah, I do because it's Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> ooh. No, then I go. Ooh, they go. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> you you fucked it. Um, tomorrow is an exciting day because our live show tickets come on sale. Yeah, we are. We are once more doing a live show. <gasps> I'm so, so excited and nervous and scared and all of the above. Ah! But yes, they come on sale tomorrow. You can still sign up now for pre-sale access. So the link is in our show notes. If you sign up today, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 30th of March, you can sign up for pre-sale access. If you're listening to it after that, tickets are available in real time. They come available on Friday, 31st of March for our podcast live show on the 23rd of May at the podcast show in London. We are aware that we do keep doing things in London and we promise that we are making plans to come out of London, but this show is part of the podcast show. So that's like... A big deal. Is it? Excited. Shit. So, I'm so nervous. Other other cities we will be coming, but this one we didn't plan it to be in London. It was already in London, and we're just part of it. Okay, so don't hate the player, hate the game. I just gave jazz hands. That's how panicked I am. <laughs> you need a full on jazz hand, um, and I won't be drinking this time, but you probably will. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I'm not pregnant. What am I gonna wear? Oh yeah, we're gonna get a stylist. Oh no, wait. Well, we, we're thinking about it. We're thinking about looking good. <laughs> we want to look good. We're thinking about looking we wanna, good. We want to look extra. Yeah. I don't know. I want to look extra. I want to look good. I haven't felt like I've looked good in very many moons. So... Okay, so you need to look and feel good. Yeah, I need to look like I just haven't had my body ravaged by pregnancy. So we'll see what we can do. <laughs> anyway, the link is in the show notes and we can't wait to see as many of you there as possible. We really, really hope to see you there and we promise not to sing this time. We promise. Hello and welcome back to Show Delete That. Is it just me? Edition? No, I don't know. <laughs> we could work on that. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Um, I am feeding a baby. I apologise for those noises. Don't apologise. Bit loud. We love the little the little Arlo noises. They're very cute. She's a star. Um, <laughs> she's, she's a hungry, hungry star. Um, oh, how are you doing? Oh God, is it just me? Oh. I'm excited. I have something to tell you. I had it on a podcast yesterday. Go on. Did you know that when the Titanic sank, there was no plastic on board? There was no plastic on the Titanic. Because it wasn't invented yet. I can't, I can't, I can't confirm or deny that I just know that there was no plastic on the Titanic when it sank. Right, C- come on, like what? Okay, when did the Titanic sink? 1912. 1912. When was plastic invented? Should remember this, but don't. 1905. Okay, so that's probably why, right? It was only 1907. Yeah, I mean... Oh, well, so it's five years out. <laughs> two, two years. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> It's fucking chaos. <laughs> it's just kind of amazing. Imagine if a fucking cruise ship sank now. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it wouldn't sink. It would just bob along because it's so... Yeah, that's true. I just imagine them as like huge peddlers now. Just like, <laughs> like completely plastic. 
Okay, well, thank you for that fact. That was that was really great. <laughs> You've missed these tidbits. I am I am so missing. <laughs> so we've we've been asked for some advice, and I thought this was a really interesting one to answer, right? Because we both have experience. Hi, ladies, love the pod, of course. I was wondering if we could talk about bikini waxes. I'm off to Portugal. Oh, of course we can. Well, of course we can. Em's <laughs> um, uh, more familiar than most. I'm off to. <laughs> Portugal in April for my birthday and it's my first all-inclusive amazing lounge by the pool holiday since 2013 oh so nice so jealous that sounds amazing not only that but it's my first (laughs) yeah please not only that but it's my first all-inclusive with full food freedom which has come with a bit of weight gain because of this I find it harder to make sure I've shaved my vulva and butt properly and it's not until I look in the mirror later I realise I have patches everywhere. So I'm thinking of going for my first ever bikini wax pre-holiday. I'll be turning 27 on the holiday. It's a birthday present. And I've never had a wax before apart from my eyebrows. I know it's a good idea and I shouldn't be nervous. These people look at vulvas all day. But I am nervous and I'm also not even sure what to expect. Like, will it hurt for a bit afterwards? Will I get a rash? Should I get it a few days before the holiday or will that risk regrowth? But will getting it too close risk burns from the pool? I have no idea. Please, can we talk experiences and also the taboo around it? P.S. I fully support anyone who doesn't give a crap and doesn't shave down there, by the way. I'm just super duper hairy down there and it stretches down my legs too. So I'm a bit self-conscious of it and waxing it off will make me feel a lot better. Especially since I'll be wearing a bikini in a larger body for the first time. I have enough to worry about, lol. Thanks, ladies and bub. Oh my God. Okay, I can answer all these questions with pleasure. So, I don't know about you, I normally go for a wax like a day before I travel, maybe yep. two, depending. Yep. I am lucky I don't get a rash afterwards, so that's not a consideration for me. Do you? I don't know. because no. if Yeah, I think that's quite uncommon to get a rash, yeah. as far as I'm aware. I get like initial, initial redness, like sensitivity. Yeah, and you don't, what you... After a wax, you don't, you shouldn't go in hot water for the rest of the day or for 24 hours, I think they say, Mm. um, because that can exacerbate the redness. But they normally put a bit of like sudocreme or aloe vera or something on it, depending on where you go. But let's just rewind, take you into the beginning. So what to expect? You're going to get there, you're going to go in and you're going to have booked a bikini wax, which, so just to... um, like bikini waxing for newbies bikini waxing is literally just where they do like everything outside of the bikini so you kind of keep like a lot of it but just anything that you could see from in a bikini a hollywood is where everything goes and a brazilian is like sort of like pretty much all gone apart from like a little bit at the top right that's my understanding so you'll tell them what you want yeah the landing strip (laughs) um you'll tell them what you fancy and then you get in there um, you fill in a little form and then you go and sit, you go into the room and normally they leave the room, which I always just think is weird. They're like, you get yourself ready. I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally about to part my butt cheeks. Like, by all means, stay. <laughs> um, you might as well see the warm up act, but okay. Um, so they'll leave you to get undressed. So you like take your, your jeans and your pants and your, well, I mean, I always leave my socks on and then regret it. I'm like, why have I done this? It's so, un- <laughs> so cool to look at my own sock clad feet. And then you just lie on the little bed with, uh, with your vulva out, to be fair. And then they come back in and they get to work and it's fine. I mean, it's not, you know, like having a massage, but it's okay. 
And you can tell them that it's your first one. You can tell them that you're nervous. You can tell them that you're sensitive. You can tell them, you know, there's a lot of places can do them. You know, like, I'm like, just get it done. So they're like so quick. But I know that they can do it like a lot slower if you're nervous or scared. And if you do find it painful, it's better to go slower so you can handle the pain a bit better. I find it like... Places that specialise, sorry, in like nervous or or um, if you Google it. But I mean, I think you could probably just go to a normal place and just tell them that you're nervous. This isn't tried and tested. I have no experience, but I've heard that sugar waxing is um, less painful. I was going to say this. My sister, um, my sister gets it sugared, gets it sugared. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the, what the word is for that. But yeah, my sister does sugaring and she's always loved it. She hates getting waxed. I think she's got quite sensitive skin um, and she just really didn't get on with it. So she goes and does sugaring and she absolutely loves it. I don't know what it is, mm. but um, but I mean, assuming you're going to have no issues, which I'm sure you won't, it's a very easy thing. I mean, like different practitioners have different ways of asking you to get your butthole out. Um, and that's <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the most awkward part. Cause sometimes they're like, just like legs in the air and I can reach your butt from here. Sometimes they tell you to roll over. <laughs> There's all sorts. Um, Sometimes get on all fours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but the butt, as far as I'm concerned, the butthole's the worst bit. It doesn't hurt at all. It's just, you know, no. butthole. Um, but it's okay. Also, I used to take paracetamol before I went. Did you? Yeah, that's and smart. ibuprofen. I don't know if that's like <laughs> correct medical knowledge. <laughs> um, obviously not a doctor, but I took two paracetamol, two ibuprofen before I went and that helped dull the pain because I've got super sensitive skin. So it, yeah. it did, I did find it quite painful. I also think I've got very low th- pain ho- threshold as well. So like it wasn't great for me, but that helped. From the, uh, like I have quite a high pain threshold and my skin's fine and I find waxing yeah. to be pretty easy like again there's stuff i'd I'd rather be eating biscuits or like lying on a beach but you know means to an end it's absolutely fine and i think it's fine for most people and i cannot stress this enough bikini waxers i I said i wanted to we wanted to do an episode with a bikini waxer i know to answer all these questions and like really help the conversation i think we should still should um but I promise they've seen every type of vulva, testicle, butthole imaginable. Yeah. They just don't give a shit. They do not care. They have zero interest in what it looks like. I went to a place, showed me every single time she tore a bit off. She was like, do you want to see? And just like, show me. I was like, you don't need to keep doing this. Like, I, I know what was there. <laughs> do you want to see? Yeah. Was, Although that is quite satisfying. I do get that. She kept saying like, do you want to see whilst showing me? I was like, well, I'm seeing it now like (laughs) um honestly it's so fine like i get i get the heebie-jeebies around it but it's so fine like uh, pain is temporary um it doesn't hurt the second it's over it stops hurting like you know you put your trousers back up and you walk down the street with your new shiny vagina and you'll feel stunning oh my god it's like the best feeling it's like you can feel the breeze down there it's like i feel like it's like ding like i literally feel like it's got that kind of like sparkle like you know at the end of um you know when you watch a disney film 
And then Tinkerbell like goes over the top of the castle and then it goes like ding and it'll look at the bottom. <laughs> That's what I imagine my vagina my vulva is when I'm like walking down the street after it. And also if you are it sounds like this girl, she, I think she said she's super hairy. Yeah. So and she said she's self-conscious of of it. So I think this is definitely if if you're looking to like feel less self-conscious about it, this is definitely the best way to go. Because it grows back so I, I don't think it grows back slower. But because you're ripping the hair out from the root rather than taking it off at skin level, you're ripping the hair out from the follicle. So it will take a lot less time for the hair yeah. to be visible. And it, I always find it grows back like thinner, not ultimately, like ultimately you do end up with like the same bush that you once had. But when it's the regrowth is like, it doesn't all come back like one, two, three, ta-da! Like it comes like yeah. one bit, one bit, one bit, pat, like patchy light, whatever. So even if it starts growing yeah. back on your holiday, it's, re- it's not like... It's not like shaving regrowth. Yeah, it's exactly. so fine. Honestly, yeah, yeah and it, nothing makes me feel more confident like on a beach. Like if I haven't had a wax and I'm in a swimming costume, I just spend the whole time just being like, ugh, ugh, like yeah. you know, too scared to like sit comfortably or whatever, just in case. So yeah. Oh, you're gonna have a great time. Good I'm luck. excited for you, and I want to hear yeah. how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Speaking, We'd like a follow up. <gasps> speaking of follow ups, go on. We asked a, a little while back for follow-ups and somebody has given us yes! one now, oh my god i don't know if you remember a few months weeks ago months ago um somebody emailed about their boyfriend viewing an only fans page and we answered badly i think it was just well it was the time. we we did we did our best um she basically had had a partner that was viewing OnlyFans content and she was asking what, what we thought, whether that was acceptable. Okay. Kind of the difference between OnlyFans, I think, and porn and, and okay. like, we kind of had that conversation. So she said, I had to bring you up for speed. So I'm the girl who originally emailed in July about her boyfriend viewing an OnlyFans page. A huge thank you for your advice and for opening up to other listeners. I found it very helpful and reassuring. The main detail I missed was at the start of our relationship, my boyfriend set the boundary of no masturbation. He's always had a bit of a complex with toys, saying he feels inadequate and feels super uncomfortable with the idea of me getting off without him. That's one of the main reasons I was so hurt, as I'd kept up my side of the deal as a girl who used to masturbate regularly, but he'd tried to find loopholes on his side, justifying it as just looking. We were also preparing to buy a house together literally days after it all unfolded, so we'd had the weight of lying to our friends and family too. I just felt like I was existing and had nobody to talk to. Anyway, jumping ahead, we decided to go to couples therapy. And I'll be honest, it was absolutely shit. That's not where I thought it was going, but I (laughs) respect the honesty. We went for the cheapest and closest therapist. Then the sessions turned out to be online and we were matched with an older guy who had never heard of OnlyFans, which was not ideal. The therapist then went on to say things like, so girlfriend, you're on strike now then. And when are you going to stop beating him with a stick? He's clearly sorry. And my personal favourite, I think the real issue lies with you. I suggest you go to individual therapy. Oh my God. Who the fuck is this guy? This guy doesn't deserve his licence. Jesus. Jesus. I was furious. It felt like my boyfriend had won, that he was off the hook because the professional had said so. Oh my God. Luckily... 
My boyfriend did defend me and appreciate that the therapist was out of line. I did decide to try personal therapy, though, as I was desperate to feel like I was enough and our relationship could be rebuilt. I know the yeah. pod works closely with them, but regardless, I have to shout them out. Better help are just wonderful. Amazing. I was matched with a female therapist who I instantly gelled with. We've done a lot of work starting my childhood, my relationship with my boyfriend, how what we see online affects us, and most importantly, my relationship with myself. And I can't believe how much I've benefited from it. I am... Full goosebumps reading that. Me too. That's brilliant. It's still not easy. My boyfriend and I have rows and can't... And Sorry, my boyfriend and I still have rows and can't understand why I'm caught up in the past at times. But we have a far better communication system in place and he's developed so much just by coming clean and trying to get the why behind his behaviour. He refuses to have therapy, maybe one day. Sticky tongue out face. That's an, that's a, She's done a colon pee. I haven't seen that in years. Absolutely loved it. Um... <laughs> But we've explored so much together, including his lack of confidence sexually, his feelings and needs. We found subscriptions from as long as 10 years ago. It was almost ingrained as a habit for him. Whilst the fact still knocks me sick at times, we've gone through it all together and somehow come out stronger. The same boundary is in place, but there feels a genuine respectful foundation there now. Would you believe I tried to keep this email short? I'm so sorry for rambling, but I guess what I wanted to prove that for those still experiencing similar things, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It takes a hell of a lot of tears work and patience, but when I look back at what we've achieved in six months, I'm really bloody proud. If anyone's considering therapy but just isn't sure, please go for it. Just do your research. Love to you all. All the best wishes in the world to um, welcoming her little girl into the world. I mean, I am fully... I was going to say erect, but that is... (laughs) (laughs) No semi-by-the-sea like those... those Three wise men pussies. I am fully <laughs> erect. I meant to say I've fully... I've got that's, full am- that's amazing. O- honestly, like, I am so... Such an advocate of therapy. Like, it's it's been the best thing that I I have ever, ever done in my life. And, like, I continue to have it, even though we don't talk about food and eating and body stuff anymore. I continue to have it because I just think it's the best thing ever and it's so nice to hear. I mean, not everything is, like, workoutable. But if you are both willing and you do really love each other and you want to give it a go, like it's so cool to hear it on on the other side of like, you know, we were in this bad place, but yeah. we came through the other side of it. Like, it's just really cool. Yeah. I yeah. Amazing. And it's so nice that she used BetterHelp as well. That is so cool. I love that. Okay. So um, I have one that I particularly like and you'll see why. Dear Em and Alex, first of all, congrats Em on your baby. Thank you. Okay. Secondly, Alex, your hair is looking fab. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yes, Thank it you. is. I think that should have been first in the email, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of who, like, it's all about my hair. It's all about my hair. Um, I have a question, oh my God, that I resonate a lot with. I have a question. Is it just me that is full on scared of Gen Z? Like, they genuinely scare me. Sometimes I happen to hang out with my boyfriend's little sister, she's 20, and whenever her friends come as well, I feel awkward and intimidated because they all look so cool, and suddenly I feel like I should not be hanging out with 20-year-olds as a 28-year-old woman. Is it just me that feels so intimidated by this new generation that doesn't give a fuck about anything and seems so much cooler than I was at 18? They don't give a fuck about anything. They don't give a fuck about anything. Also, oh my God. But they do give a fuck about, like, the environment and, like important stuff social issues yeah yeah they don't give a fuck about like you yeah they care about like they're so busy caring about important shit that they don't care about what people think about them (laughs) yeah who who cares about that who cares about that oh this this, oh they scare me too i feel intimidated they're cruel they're they are Mm. they're 
because because they're funny and like they have a, a language that we don't understand mm, mm. and sometimes when they're trying to be funny it just it's just hurtful and they can tear <laughs> millennials down with the uh, a word <laughs> yeah. one phrase one word I don't think I filled you in on this. So when when we went to Ollie's six week appointment, yeah, um, we had a Gen Z midwife, which wow, I know because when you imagine a midwife, you just imagine, and this is very bad stereotyping on my part, but you imagine, I don't know, not a Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> this person was so nice, but obviously, I was like. I, I, as you know, feel like a teen mother. I know I'm not. I just, I know I, it's a very normal age to have a baby. But I do keep waiting for people to tell me that I'm super young. So it was a bit confronting for me when I went to the appointment and the midwife was younger than me. I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm barely able to have a child. How do, how are you able to, to be in this profession? So I had a Gen Z midwife and I... Obviously, it was like the most important appointment of little Arlo's life. And we weighed her and did all of this stuff. And we were talking and we were talking about her eight week jabs. And I was like, oh, I keep trying to get hold of the GP, but they don't answer the phone. And this, this midwife just put their hand to their yeah. ear and went mid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> mid. Now, me and Alex, every time something's happened in the last, like, however many weeks since that appointment, one of us just goes, mid. This is what I mean. I've never felt so old. I was like, when we walked out the appointment, I was like, mid. (laughs) What can I do with that? How do I make an appointment with a mid? Fuck. I just need to know how to contact my GP. And vibes. Vibes. Like, vibes. that's a whole sentence, no, Gen Z. I, I think they're beyond vibes. Oh, probably. Fuck's sake. Um, look, I watched this TikTok last night. Sophie Milner shared it on her story. It was about how you can tell when someone's a millennial and someone's a Gen Z by literally their appearance. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first thing was like, look at this wavy hair. This is so millennial. And I was like, oh, my God. That is like... <laughs> that's like my one hairstyle. I know. That's the, so, that's, ow, that's the world's one hairstyle. So <laughs> apparently, that beachy, wavy look is like so out, so millennial. That's my natural fucking hair. And in is like the um, in, in the Gen Z is like. Oh, it was just sick on me. Please bear with. Oh, I no. feel like this is a millennial look. <laughs> oh, no. What was I saying? Okay, so, right. so carry on. Gen so, Z. Yeah, and then and then Gen, for Gen Z, it's all about the Dyson air wrap look so like big fluffy blow dry like fluffy fluff like the florence given exactly it, like a farrah fawcett kind of barrel rolls. barrel yeah. rolls none of this like tongued yeah. like tongued and, no. and like almost a little bit crispy so they've got to be soft and fluffy and they're in combat trousers and when i wear combat yeah. trousers i don't look cool i look desperately sad in combat trousers but i always think it's because i'm too old but i follow this woman katie jane hughes one of the best makeup artists in the entire world i'm obsessed with her who is around my age in her 30s and she wears combat trousers and she looks so cool in them so it's not about age and i can wear them and i'm going to i think it's all about confidence I think it's just about confidence. yes 90 yeah. percent of life is confidence <sighs> see that's now katia's gen z my sister mm. obviously she's terrified like, yes that's just yeah, a she given. scares me a bit 
And she was walking down the street the other day and she's wearing this like mid-calf, well, goes down to her mid-calf jacket, brown suede. Wow. And she's got this kind of like cropped vest on with these amazing like wide leg flared trousers wow. and Doc Martens. Wow. And she's got this eyeliner, you know, that she does her eyeliner yeah. like across to the top of her brows. She does that every day. Every single day she does her eyeliner like that. Yeah. And all these rings, like so many rings on her hands. I'm like, how... You haven't got that many fingers. You've got more rings than fingers. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Are you... no. and, and, and she uh, just looks so... I couldn't. She's got these little tattoos and she just looks so fucking cool. And she does things on Be Real and she just she just knows to be cool. I still smile. Oh, I'll tell you what it is on... What the, what the what the Gen Z say about us is that we have the millennial pause. Have you oh, heard about that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've definitely got that. I've got that too. And I try and not have it. Mm. And then I get awkward. Oh, I'm, so, I'm just cringe. I'm just cringe. But I am free. <laughs> I don't feel that free, actually. But they, one, you know, another thing they said was like, oh, you can tell that this girl's a millennial because her eyebrows are thick. We've spent 20 years Is being... that why I got trolled last week? Yes For having Someone commented on my Instagram yes. post Being like Girl Lisa saw her eyebrows like, Is that what they're saying? I mean how rude But was that a millennial? Was that a Gen Z telling me to get my Possibly No I've been there And I've done that And I am not going back This face does not suit thin brows My face is too round I need these brows I'm not going back there. You can't make me. But this is the thing. And I remember, I remember distinctly thinking when, like a few years ago, when it was like, thin eyebrows are coming back in. And I was like, there is just no way because it is not a good look, right? But it's all conditioning, okay? It's all conditioning because this girl called Amelia Gray, she has got thin eyebrows and look how fucking hot she is. But uh, we wouldn't look like that if we got thin eyebrows. We wouldn't look like that if we got thin eyebrows. I mean, it, like that's, I'm that's her with no that eyebrows. Just because I'm, I know, well, Sophie Butler doesn't have any eyebrows and she looks so Sophie cool. Sophie Butler looks so cool. Alex, please just imagine my face right now if I bleached my eyebrows. <laughs> 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 oh my God. When we went to the nail, I went to the um, eyebrow place the other day to get my eyebrows done, to make them darker, can I just say, and bigger. Um, I went to go get my eyebrows done and when I got there the um, the lady was looking over the crop cock because I was in the pram because I took Arlo and she's like oh my god she's got amazing eyelashes and I was like thanks I know that's why we're only getting her eyebrows done today <laughs> and the woman was like what? no we can't do that I was like oh my god Obviously, you can't do that. <laughs> Who did she think I was? Coming into me like, oh, we'll just have a little tinge and shape, thanks. <laughs> oh my god, it would cause her so much pain, wouldn't oh, no, it? Don't. Like little I know. babies. Oh, no. oh. I know. But then I'm like, oh my god, something else that blew my mind last night. Who? If men didn't cut their hair, they'd just have yeah. long hair. But isn't it funny yeah. that all over the world I men know. have short hair I know. and women don't? I know, I know. But like, there's literally no. It's not like a. I was looking at Alex's head and I was like, it hasn't stopped there. He stopped it there. Yeah. But we look around at all these men and they all stop it there. Yeah, Why that's do so you stop weird. It there? It's so weird. Also, that we like women like aim to remove every single hair on their body but on their head they do everything to keep every everything. single hair do you know how much money i've spent on trying to and it is getting better thank god but how much money i've spent trying to keep the hair on my head intact nioxin nioxin can't have it when you're breastfeeding oh fuck 
It's all right. I'm trying to, we'll, 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 we'll barrel through this feeding malarkey and then see what we yeah. get to. <laughs> yeah, come on, Arno. Mama's going bald. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, no, I do. I, I am so scared of Gen Z's. I completely get it. I'm actually already yeah. nervous about the summer because I just know that there'll be so many of them and they're all... That I think pales back in again. You know, when we were younger and it was like, you wanted to be like golden tan, like the Mary-Kate Nashley, like... Yes. You know, like tan, a Paris Hilton tan. Like, and we'd all lie out in the sun like little handbags. Yes. I think now they're going to just be like... They, cool. they're, they're gonna be in like they they I can picture them all, all these youths in the shade, and they'll be wearing like their low rise trousers, like bell bottom low rise jeans. Oh my god! I mean, when I did that, I literally looked like a muffin, and I mean, like, or like I looked like an ice cream, like like my legs were the cone, and then poof, like my stomach was like the 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 sweet delight on top. Like I just don't understand where they where are their hips. But then my sister has hips and gorgeous curls and she just manages to dress so well but still looks so cool. Why can't I do yeah, that? Yeah, she looks so cool. She looks so cool. Because I keep thinking, oh, Gen Z only look cool because they're thin. It's like that heroin chic thing again. Yeah. But then I actually look at it and I'm like, actually, no. Because Katz has like, got an amazing figure. She's like got like real hourglass and she dresses it so cool. Like do you know what she yeah she she dresses so cool and i feel like mine and her bodies aren't that dissimilar i feel like no, i could i could take some inspo from from her dressing maybe i, I could wear some that. crop stuff well why don't you i don't know i don't know honestly i don't know yeah maybe you should maybe we should have a week where we just dress like katia and i don't see why like not too. i don't see why not well, I couldn't do the makeup, but with it, but theoretically, if we could, let's do it. You could do the makeup. We could do it. I, I don't know if I could have the confidence to go out on it. That's the only thing. Because the thing is, what's really weird for me is me and Katty look really similar. So I objectively know it would look good in terms of how it looks on her. It would look good on me. But I also know that it wouldn't look good on me because I'd look fucking ridiculous. And you'd be you'd be tentative. That's the thing. <laughs> so tentative. You'd be tentative, I'd, I'd be and that like just ruins popping, the look. Like in the co-op, I'd be like popping my head around first, just like before I went down the aisles, just to be like anyone anyone I know. Whereas Kat's just like, I see what it is. She just glides everywhere. What we would be doing is we'd be announcing our revival everywhere we came. We'd be like. I'm coming in, but just so you know, I've got this really weird eyeliner on my face, and I and I, I don't think I like it. I'm so sorry. I'm really stupid. I know. I don't know why I've done it. <laughs> Please don't judge me. Um, um, <laughs> that's the oh problem. Oh God! Why are we the way that we are? Also, this TikTok, which has just like crushed my entire existence in like two minutes, I was like, oh, and the millennial pink. Like, look at my Insta- <laughs> look at my Instagram page. You are, I am you are the millennial, millennial pink. pink. So look, it's uh, I think I'm going to have a full rebrand. Are you? I, I don't I'm know. I can't. Okay, what shall we do? How can we do this? <sighs> I have some combat trousers. The thing is, right? They wear really baggy clothes, right? So I've got these like parachute trousers. I've got a pair in black and a pair in bright pink, not millennial pink, bright cool. pink. And I put them with a hoodie, and. To be honest, I don't look cool. I just look like I've come around to paint your house. <laughs> I don't look cool. I just look like... <laughs> I look like I should be like sitting on a wall eating an egg sandwich with a bit of paint on my leg. Do you know what I mean? And then when I see like... 
an 18 year old wearing the same outfit I'm like shit you look cool and then I look at myself and I'm just like oh I'm sad it's just sad <laughs> it's just sad sad <laughs> i got this hoodie to be cool i'm objectively wearing the outfit of a gen seer but when i look at myself in the mirror i just i just look dumpy that's how i look when i dress like a gen z dumpy okay from what i'm seeing i think the key is like balancing out the the volume of the trousers with something that's not so big on top or or it can be but you have to have something like you can wear a little crop top and then a big blazer over and the combat trousers, but not like... So I feel like Gen Z people didn't have a baby seven weeks ago because <laughs> the last thing on earth I want to do is put a crop top on right now. A little crop top to balance out the size of the trousers. Oh my God, this is really cool. I'm going to try this, right? Oh, I'm going to get FOMO. Do they have a postpartum section? <laughs> so, no, unfortunately not. But they, right, so this girl's wearing like super high-waisted um, beige combat trousers, which are very cool actually, and a crop denim jacket. I've got, I've got the, I've got a crop denim, denim jacket. I could do this. Okay, you do it. You do it. And I want a pair of crop. I want a pair of cool, like thick combat trousers. I was just telling you before we started recording that I am now shopping for my new body which i think is a good idea yeah there's no point waiting to fit back into my old clothes so so let's use this time where i am a dress size bigger and i have no clothes that fit yeah. to experiment because you know what i wore yesterday out i went to lunch i went to lunch with my friend at soho house yeah oh god i'm such a fucking millennial i took my stupid little buggy oh, with my baby in it and i wore my new little lugs oh my god and i wore i wore some tailored trousers okay and i wore an oat like an oat-coloured, oversized cashmere turtle neck jumper. I mean, I actually love the sound of that look, but I think that's the millennial in me. I know. It is, so a, it is a millennial I need to quieten that noise. A, I need to quieten her down. Exactly. I need to burn those clothes. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because it's my nicest outfit. And it's the only <laughs> one that fits me right now that isn't leggings. So I'm not going to burn it. Oh, Katia shops at somewhere called Ragged Priest. But Ragged Priest has some really cool stuff. I'm trying to work out if it's breastfeeding friendly, <laughs> which is probably the only time that anybody's looked on their website and asked that question. Uh-huh. So, I'm getting strong no's <laughs> from every single thing. I'm going to say definitely that's not, they have not designed this uh, this collection with mothers in mind. <laughs> with new mothers in mind. No. Bloody hell. Okay, okay, well, the rebrand starts now. So in a word, um, yes, we are terrified of Gen Z, but we also want to be more Gen Z, so there you go. Fear and jealousy are very closely linked. Well, here you go. I think most of the time we only fear the things we're jealous of. I mean, I, I fear um, someone breaking in to my house and killing me. I don't think I'm jealous of that. Are you not jealous of their gusto and their pluck? Because I am. I just think, God, that's admirable. Um, are you buying these jeans on ASOS? No, because I don't think they are on ASOS. No, I'm buying them off the line as well. Um, off the line? I'm so... Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> This is tragic. Okay. This is tragic. I'm going to end this. Yeah. I'm going to end this before okay. I have to end myself. Thanks for listening. Um, please stick with us, even though we are like, like chronically uncool. But we're trying hard. Okie dokie. Well, this has been fun. Guys, we will see you next week. Please remember to keep sending in your Is It Just Me's. 
to should I delete that pod at gmail.com or send us a message at should I delete that on Instagram. What she said and embarrassing stories as well. We want it all. Thanks, guys. Love you loads. See you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that is part of the ACAST Creator Network. <laughs>